Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston answers some of your most pressing questions. Let's hear what he has to say. I'm Mark Gregston, and um, most people get to listen to me on the radio. They read my books. They uh, maybe see me on YouTube, you know, or they hear me speak somewhere. But what most people don't know is that I live with 60 high school kids, and throughout uh, the past 40 years, I've lived with over 3,000 kids. And this is at our residential counseling center called Heartlight, where we have 60 kids that live with us at any given time. And so uh, we go on Facebook and we spend time helping parents kind of engage differently and and uh, and maybe learn some things that um, that we're trying to say. Hey, here's a new tool that you may need to put in your parenting toolbox that may help you in some way. And they're all lessons and insights and wisdom that we learn from all the kids that live with us. And so we spend a lot of time trying to figure out, okay, how do we do this in such a way that that makes, uh, you know, life at home a little bit more practical and maybe prevent people from having to send their child one day to come live with us? Because I believe this, that that so many issues that, that come up in a child's life that bring them to heart light, and a child usually comes and stays with us for, you know, nine or 10 months, the issue started a long time ago. And um, had they have dealt with that a long time ago, uh, then maybe their child wouldn't be with us. Uh, We have gone out and asked people uh, to send us their questions that they would have about raising their own kids. And so here are some answers to the questions that you have asked. And I'm going to combine some of these. As we put them together, I'm going to try to uh, give you some insight and and, uh, just some things that I've learned and maybe some practical tips that will help you as you engage with, with your kids. I can tell these are two mothers that wrote, and one mother said this. She goes, how can I get my 15-year-old daughter to understand that too much phone time is not good for her? I've got a four-hour limit for social media on her phone. How do I set appropriate boundaries with social media and help her understand without losing the relationship? And another mom asked this. I have a 16-year-old daughter. She communicates via text or Instagram with boys. I see that she's very open to have conversations that are flirty and promiscuous, even if she's never met this guy in person. I'm curious what some good rules would be or how to have a conversation with her. You know, one of the things that I think is important to understand is that your daughter's desire to connect with people. And when people begin to understand that that a child is developed to be relational, that God created them that way, that they long to have a connection with other people. And of course, our young ladies want to have connections with young men. That's kind of a normal pattern for them. They're made that way. And I think what's happened is as 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 we've ushered in cell phones and, and uh, computers and the internet and and it's changed the way that people have communicated. And so where you and I maybe used to have this face-to-face communication and and we would look at each other in the eye and 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 have discussions, our kids have learned to talk in smaller bits and and uh, it's more now about appearance and performance and they don't really have the time to spend engaging face to face i think that's the reason why the american medical association has increased the age of adolescence to age 27 
Sounds kind of crazy, doesn't it? But your, your child has a desire to connect with somebody else. And this is important. You want to do, you want them to do that. But it's also important for them to connect with you. In one of these questions where a mother says, how do I set appropriate boundaries without losing the relationship? Well, we, we got a problem. The reason that your child may be so intent on being on the phone is because they don't have the relationship with you that they really long for. And part of that problem may be because as a parent, we're not engaging our kids differently than we did when they were in their preteen years. And I am convinced this, that, that and this is the only time that I tell parents that they're wrong, is when they try to use the tools that were effective during the uh, earlier years, the preteen years, they try to use those same tools during the teen years, and I, and I tell them, you're wrong. It's not going to work. You're going to fail. So if you're failing by not adjusting your parenting technique, moving from a, you know, perhaps a teaching model to a training model, then your child's going to look for affirmation someplace else. And this is important to know because I, I know this. There's only one person in this world that you can change, and that's you. You can't change your child. You can create the atmosphere for your child to change, but you can only change you. And so I would ask you the question to these two moms that, that, uh, that have written in, do you have a connection with your child? Do they know that you love them? Have they heard you say, there's nothing you can do to make me love you more, and there's nothing you can do to make me love you less? It's a longing that kids... Uh, desire to hear. They want to know that they're loved by their mom and dad desperately. Now, here's the other thing that's happening uh, today. As our kids spend time during this pandemic and, and they're at home more, they're apart from their friends. They're not spending as much time with them. So what, what does that mean? It means they're going to spend more time on the phone longing to connect. They're going to spend more time doing TikToks and posting pictures in Instagram. And it's kind of like, you know, it's the same thing that, that Facebook is for adults. It's a, it's a way to say, hey, will somebody look at me? Does somebody think that I'm important? Does somebody value me? And when you look at what our young ladies post all the time, that's what they're looking for, some kind of affirmation. So it comes back to you, Mom. It comes back to you, Dad. Are you you affirming your child enough at home that they don't have to look for affirmation elsewhere. And that becomes a key element here because I think we spend so much time correcting our child that we don't spend as much time connecting with them so that we're meeting the, the desires of their heart, which are really the desires of our heart, and that is to have a relationship. Moms, dads, and grandparents are all part of a journey that will change the destiny of their families. And that journey can be changed for the better. Mark Gregston has written three books that will help encourage relationships, strengthen marriages, and help all moms, dads, and grandparents out there stay focused on what truly matters. For moms, Prayers for My Teen, a book of prayers and devotionals to help them stay anchored. For fathers, a devotional for dads, a series of devotions to help them protect their marriage and encourage their children. And finally, Grandparenting Today's Teens is a resource for any grandparent who wants to connect to their teen grandchildren in a meaningful way. Moms, Dads, and Grandparents, three books that can help change them all and change the course of their family's future. You can order Prayers for My Teen, a devotional for dads, and grandparenting today's teens by visiting parentingteenresources.org.
kids who don't get it at home are going to look for things elsewhere. And so, I mean, I, and I think that's what's happening with our kids. You and I have gotten pretty busy and we spend a lot of time doing a lot of other things. And, and when we do that, then what happens is sometimes that little babysitter of a phone or an iPad or, or whatever they use to connect with other people sometimes gets in the way of the relationship with us. So the answer to the first question, yes, mom, I do think that you need to set some boundaries. You may look at a 13-year-old child and say, you get to spend two hours, you know, connecting with other people on Facebook or whatever. You, When you're 14, you get to have a TikTok account. And, and uh, at 15, you get to have an Instagram account. And you, know, you just allow them as they get older to have that time. And so when they're 14 years old, four hours is good. Five hours at age 15. Do whatever you need to do to tell a child the older you get, the more responsible you are, then you get to engage differently and you get to engage more. But during that time, I want you to be responsible. And this is how I would develop responsibility in a child. And at the early stages, when they're 12 and 13, when they get cell phones and, and start spending time connecting with other people, you have to define to them what's appropriate and what's inappropriate. So to the daughters... Because the daughters are saying, look, I, I want somebody to pay attention to me. And all these boys are starting to pay attention. And these girls are developing in such a way that they know how they can get somebody's attention. And it's moving, moving to this, you know, perhaps being a little flirty and promiscuous. And, and if they're doing that, then they're wanting attention. And it may be saying to them at 14 and 15, we don't want you doing that at all. You've got to be modest. You can't post any pictures of yourself. No swimsuit pics. There's no way that you need to be kissing on the phone. You need to be smooching all the time. And they pick that up because they watch other people doing it. They find out those seductive moods. And I'm not one of those guys that then is so anti-world that I'd say cut them off from everything. I'm just going, they're being influenced by a world around them, that world that you and I have said that we're glad we don't have to grow up in. They're learning how to engage. What I want a child to learn more than anything else is how to engage without having to present themselves as being seductive or promiscuous or, or flirtatious. So I want them to have a great relationship with me so they can learn how to have relationships with others. So I tell a child, and I have 35 girls that live here with us, I tell them, you don't have to be flirtatious. I'm not looking at that. I want to engage with you. I want to spend time. I want to help you grow up. I, I don't want to just correct you all the time. I want to connect with you. So it may mean that I start asking them more and more questions about their life and quit correcting them all the time, telling them where, they, where they're wrong. You know, during a time, during those 14 and 15 years of, of adolescence, what a child is looking for is affirmation. Will somebody please tell me that I'm doing okay, that I'm okay, that I'm all right, that there's nothing wrong with me, that I'm not as bad as, as I feel, that, that I'm not as rejected as I, I feel like I am in social circles. And this is what happened. They go through that at that time, and it's, and it's fueled by hormones. And then what happens is they come home, and mom and dad, and the desire to help them move and grow up and become adults, they start correcting them all the time. And how it's being interpreted is, I'm not good enough. Nobody values me. I'll never attain whatever everybody wants for me. And that's where moms and dads have got to back down a little bit. Give them the reins. Let them make some decisions. And you set the parameters about what is correct. There's only so much time in the day that you can play uh, video games. There's only so much time that you can be 
on the internet. There's only so much time that that you can spend with your phone next to you. And it may be at 14, 15, you lock the phones up at night and you get rid of them, you turn off the internet to your house. But at age 16 and 17, you start letting them have more freedom. Why? Because if you don't give it to them at home, they're going to find it someplace else because now they have transportation and they get places. And by the time they're senior in high school, leave them alone. I mean, it's for them to do what they need to do because what you're doing is wanting them to be totally responsible for their life and the way that they engage online. You know, I, I hope some of this has, has been helpful. You know, and, and what you'll hear me say over and over again is the relationship that you have with your child is so important. It is so important that it should trump the entertainment that they get anywhere else on the internet. And so if my child's not responding to me in some way, you know, in discussions or when we sit down at the dinner table and talk, then maybe I need to change the way that I engage with them to get them to do that. Now, we're going to answer that in a number of other questions, but I hope I've given some direction here for you guys here. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, visit parentingtodaysteens.org. And to learn more about Heartlight, visit heartlightministries.org. If this podcast has been helpful in your life and family, please share it or give us a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to Parenting Today's Teens wherever you listen to podcasts. Join us back here on Monday for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.